0: Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for our King, our great Savior, Messiah Jesus. He commanded his people. Are you one of his people? He said, Watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming. And the signs of his coming are leaping off the pages of the scriptures like never before. So that tells me like never before. I need to be watching for his coming and I need to be ready. Doe Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee. A great place to proclaim King Jesus is coming for his people in the clouds. We need to be ready. Let's pray as I have a teaching today that is so special and so important. It affects everyone on planet earth. It would be great to show this to your friends and neighbors for whom you've been praying. And speaking of praying, let's do that right now. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you that we are here for such a time as this, for this essential, important, glorious generation. Though it's scary and there's trouble all around, you have a plan and you've placed us here in this time for it. Bless all of our viewers today. Bless the teaching and hearing of your word. Thank you, Holy Father and Messiah, Jesus' name. Amen. I call this teaching the days of Noah. And the reason is that the disciples of Messiah Jesus in the first century, they're asking him about signs pertaining to, ...to his coming to set up the throne of David at the end of this age. And he's answering their questions down through Matthew 24, Mark 13, and Luke 21. And I'm going to be in Matthew 24 talking about the sign of the days of Noah. So Messiah Jesus is speaking in uh, verse 36 and onward. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven... But my father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark, and did not know until the flood came, and took them all away, so also will the coming of the Son of Man. Of man be So, Messiah Jesus says, no one knows the day or the hour of his coming to set up the throne of David in Jerusalem. But wait a second. Before that, there's something we know that takes place that he doesn't clearly explain then. Why? Because he chose to explain it through his later apostle, Paul. As Paul was designated to take the gospel to the nations and write much of the New Testament, we find out about what we call today the rapture of the church. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, Paul writes uh, and, and uses the terms caught, the term caught up. We will be caught up together in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Those words in English come from the Greek words that were translated into Latin, and that when they were in Latin, they sound like the word rapture, which is where we get that term in English today. I hope that wasn't too confusing. But anyhow, it's the words caught up in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, um, where he says, Therefore the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, the voice of an archangel, the trumpet of God. The dead and Messiah will rise first, and we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So you see the rapture there in First Thessalonians 4. You see it in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, where Paul talks about uh, the, the reality that in the twinkling or in the blink of an eye, believers who are alive... On planet Earth, at the time of the rapture, will not experience physical death, right? And we'll, we will be changed in the twinkling of an eye. It says in First Corinthians chapter 15. And, and certainly Titus 2:13 speaks of the blessed hope and glorious appearing. And I could go on and on. There are plenty of places in the New Testament that speak of this mystery that is unfolded later. Why am I telling you that? Because no one knows the day or the hour of the rapture either. Right, And and so what the Lord tells uh, his disciples then and us now is we don't know the day or the hour, but we know the season. We know the season of the rapture and of the coming of Messiah to set up the throne of David in Jerusalem. And what does it mean here when when Messiah says that they were eating and drinking and and marrying until uh, Noah entered the ark? What does this mean? Well, to understand this, we need to look at the days of Noah in Genesis chapter 6. In Genesis chapter 6, things changed on planet Earth in Noah's day, right? And during that time, they didn't know or or care. It's not that they didn't know. They didn't care. It didn't make an impact on them that, hey, God is up to something here, right? So let's look at this, and may we not fall into that same trap. Genesis 6, beginning in verse 1. Now it came to pass when men began to multiply... On the face of the earth, and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. Now, there's a lot to focus on in verse 2. I'm not going to. The reason I read it is there was a comment at the end of verse 1, and I just completed the sentence. We're going to look at at this that took place in verse 1 that men began to multiply on the earth. There was a population explosion in Noah's day. Something to put in your pocket for a moment. Going on in Genesis 6-3, And the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh, yet his days shall be 120 years. So the Lord designated 120 years until this catastrophic flood would come and wipe out almost everybody on the planet. And, And realize, people lived older then than they do today. So that most of the people who lived on planet Earth at that time, they would experience this catastrophic flood that would take place 120 years later. Excuse me. So Genesis 6, beginning verse 5. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. Oh, wow. It's it, it, it's a terrible time on planet earth in the days of Noah before the flood. Go down to Genesis 6 11. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. So God looked upon the earth, and indeed it was corrupt For all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. And then down to verse 13. And God said to Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. So here are the primary signs that we see that we're going to look at today. One is a population explosion in the earth. Two... The wickedness of this global society at that time. The people on the earth who were alive at that time. The wickedness. And if you look that word up, wickedness, in the Hebrew, the Old Testament was written in Hebrew. Here are a few other synonyms for that word. Evil, bad, vicious, sad. These are just some of the many words that describe the people who lived in that time. Great wickedness. Covered the earth, corruption, corruption. Other words, defining corruption would be rotten, ruined. And and the 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 corruption was so significant. I want to tell you uh, just a, a quick analogy of the word corruption. A pastor was sharing this one day. He was from Louisiana, and they experienced hurricanes there. And a great hurricane went through there uh, during a time when he lived in Louisiana, and picked up this meat freezer and threw it out into an open field. And they didn't find it till well after the time of the hurricane on one of those hot Louisiana days where it was probably 100 degrees with 90% humidity. And when they opened that meat locker, you can imagine the condition of that meat that had been sitting there out in that open field in the sun for Lord knows how long. You can imagine what it looked like. You can imagine what it smelled like. It was rotten. It was corrupt. And this was the condition of society in the days of Noah. Violence also. Violence also was one of the primary signs during Noah's day. Extreme violence. It's repeated twice in Genesis 6, which emphasizes how violent and harsh the people were in Noah's day. You know, it sounds pretty bad, but there's some good news. There's some good news. What is that good news? I'm going to share that with you right after we come back from this break. We're going we're to see what is the earth like today compared to what it was in Noah's day. After hearing these things, you're already probably starting to get kind of an idea of that. But like I said, I've got some good news for those who will watch therefore and will be ready for the coming of Messiah Yeshua. Be right back. There was another bloody terrorist attack here in Israel. Now I'm about to show some pictures that are disturbing and graphic. If there's children in the room, you might want to tell them to look away. On a Friday night, a terrorist came in with a knife and murdered a father and two of his precious children. And uh, right after that, there was an Israeli news article urging people to get protection dogs, to have protection dogs patrolling villages and for families to get protection dogs. We are positioned for grace and mercy and to demonstrate the love of Messiah Jesus to precious Israelis. Why and how? The Bible tells us to do that, to comfort his people and to bless Israel. This is a very practical way to do so. In the name of Messiah Yeshua and on behalf of Zionist Christians all around the world, we're receiving donations for our Israel Protection Dog Program. We just bred two of our personal, our personal protection dogs. We have puppies and uh, we're selling some of them and we're donating some of them. We don't want to sell any of them. And I'll talk with you more about that in just a moment. I'm going to show you some of our puppies. Listen, this is a great way for you to participate in a very practical way to show these precious Israelis we're standing with you. We love you and we believe God's called you to this covenant land. These are a couple of the puppies that we bred for our program. Now, we're going to have to sell most of them to pay for the training of the ones that we donate to our Israel Protection Dog Program. And here's where you come in. You can help us be able to keep more for the program by giving to the Israel Protection Dog Program. Yes, we do go out and buy uh, puppies and dogs from other people, uh, trainers and breeders. But we also breed our own, and when we do that, we can save money, and we can know exactly what we're getting. It's just a great way to participate in helping Israelis. It's all over the news. These knife attacks are getting worse, and this is a way you can help. This is a way you can participate. These right here can protect and save Jewish lives. Before we go back to the teaching... I would like to remind our viewers that this program, recorded here in the Promised Land, just before Messiah Jesus comes, what an opportunity. This airtime costs a lot of money. Now, I like to say it this way. If you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money to this ministry. However... If you understand the principles of laying up for yourselves treasures in heaven, advancing the kingdom of Messiah Jesus on earth by investing into it financially and prayerfully certainly as well, then we encourage you to ask the Lord if he would have you to financially and prayerfully partner with Watch Therefore Media. You can go to our website and sign up for our monthly newsletters for our ministries, Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations. Also... Other programs and exciting things we're doing you can invest in. You can go to the website and find those things. But it's our desire for Watch Therefore TV to spread across the world. Right now, we're all over North America and on a satellite that goes to 75% of the world as well. So this message can make such a difference. Why? Well, there are people who are, in, are caught up in lukewarmness in the body of Messiah. Uh, and this message stirs people up. Get ready, King Jesus is coming. Also, for those who haven't received Jesus as Lord, they need to be saved. Oh, God loves them and wants to see them not go to hell, but to be with us and with Him for eternity, right? And so this message challenges people, receive Jesus as Lord today, don't wait. Now, it's important to mention this. This message isn't for everybody. There are many, sadly and tragically, they want to stay lukewarm. They, they want to be casual Christians. They they want to live their lives kind of for themselves, but in the name of Jesus. And this message isn't of interest to everybody. But for those watching who, who aren't playing games with God and who, who want to be serious about their walk with Messiah Jesus and really believe that He's coming, this may be the way the Lord calls you to invest prayerfully and financially. Hey, our help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. We trust him to keep us on the air. So if he's raising you up, if he puts on your heart to partner with us, you can go to our website, sign up for our monthly newsletters, be kept abreast of what's going on with our ministries, Blessing Israeli Believers Poured Out for the Nations, and you can pray accordingly, and also you can sow financially to help keep Watch Therefore TV on the air. God bless you as we go back to the program. We pray that you're blessed. And, and, and remember, watch therefore and be ready. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. Today we're looking at the days of Noah. In Matthew 24, Messiah Jesus said, As it was in the days of Noah, so would it be with the coming of the Son of Man. And we looked at, Noah's day in Genesis chapter 6 and saw there was a population explosion. There was violence and corruption and evil and wickedness that permeated society. And the people, they thought nothing of it. Noah's day, they were eating and drinking, making merry and giving their children in marriage. And, And they thought this would just continue as it is. Nothing's going on here. And didn't know that the Lord had designated a time To wipe them out, to destroy and pour out His wrath upon that generation. There was a population explosion, more sinners on the earth causing the earth to travail and shake under the weight of its sin like never before. In Romans 8, we see... This truth explained. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Because the creation itself will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now. And what, with the author Paul, uh, he he writes Romans 8. What he's saying is, is that sin on the earth facilitates a a futile situation, right? It's because of man's sin on the earth that there's all the trouble on the earth, but that when God's children who've been blood-bought by the, the sinless Lamb Jesus, when they are taken up in the rapture at the judgment seat of Christ and then go to the marriage supper of the Lamb, come back with Messiah Jesus when He comes to reign and rule upon the earth, that's when... The earth will be satisfied and will not be shaking under the weight of sin. Well, thinking of that, go back to 1804. There were 1 billion people on planet earth. Just a little over 200 years, years later today, 7 billion people on planet earth. I would call that a population explosion. So certainly today, the earth is shaking like never before under the weight of its sin. What about violence? I could share many things with you to demonstrate the violence that is upon the earth today that's very unique to this generation, but I'm going to talk about something that's very sensitive. Abortion. Now, if you're watching or or, are closely related to an abortion situation, listen, the Lord is forgiving and merciful. Come to Jesus the Lord for forgiveness of sin, including this one, and He'll even bring healing and restoration. Yet the statistic... Is glaring. Over 40 million babies are murdered every year in their mother's tummy. When and where is supposed to be the safest time and place in a human being's life? As a baby in their mother. And that's the most dangerous place today. If you would add up the number of abortions that have taken place from now back to 1980, listen to this, it would double the number of deaths from every major war and genocide. For the last 2,000 years, combined, oh no, 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 this is a violent generation, a barbaric generation like never before. And in Noah's days, though, evil and corruption spread across the earth like a blanket. They thought nothing of it. It's never going to end. The party's just going to keep on going. And again, I I could share so many examples of the evil and the corruption in the world today. Just watch the television. You see it. It's just weird and strange and disgusting. But there's one glaring example I'll give today. The fascist homosexual movement. And I'll tell you in a moment why I call it fascist. But first, we see it's permeated society as it's endorsed by uh, governments and, and media and laws are passed and even marriage is affected in that in all 50 states of America, it's legal now for men to marry men and women to marry women. And it's spreading all over the earth. The reason I call it fascist is demonstrated by this example. Bakers and florists and bed and breakfast owners are losing everything in court over this. Why? now they're called bigots and they it says that they're discriminatory uh, like if you would discriminate against an ethnic group now there's a great difference folks think of this ethnicity is to be celebrated and protected ethnic groups uh should be cr- uh cr- treated equally right but to take sin and wickedness and perversion like homosexuality and then to endorse it and have a political movement behind it and people say well homosexuality is like every other sin really oh really is there a political movement for thieves and adulterers come on no no no. this is this is a, a, a horrible expression of of flagrant god-mocking sin and 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 so evil is called good and good is called evil. Isaiah chapter five it says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. So you're called a bigot if you say homosexuality is wrong or homosexual marriage is wrong. If if you're a baker and don't don't want to bake a cake with two men at the top of it, no, you're a bigot and you, you should lose your livelihood, you should be fined or even jailed. You know, it, it's crazy. I call it immoral morality. Immoral morality. Why? There's a a sportscaster. He's not talking about sports. No, he's talking about homosexual marriage on television. And he says, you're immoral if you're against homosexual marriage. No, it's immoral morality. And and years ago, I listened as Barack Obama was preaching the Bible. and, And he said that Jesus, the Lord, legitimized and endorsed homosexuality in the Sermon on the Mount. Bizarre. Yeah, and he went on to say, well, and he wasn't going to be distracted, Obama wasn't, uh, with some obscure passage in the book of Romans. Well, I'm going to share part of that obscure passage with you. I can't read all of it because of time. But it's the wrath of God demonstrated that he would turn a people who want wickedness over to their own wickedness in such a way that... That homosexuality would be treated the way it is today and other sins as well. And I can't read about all the sins in Romans chapter 1 that demonstrate the wrath of God. You're going to have to do that on your own if you, on your own if you want to do that. But listen to this beginning in verse 18 in Romans 1. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Going down to verses twenty two and onward uh, professing to be wise they became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four footed animals and creeping things. Um go down to verse twenty six. For this reason God gave them up to vile passions, for even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust for one another, men with men committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. I say it this way. It's not that homosexuality, being widespread and permeating society, endorsed by governments the way it is now, that it it would bring the wrath of God. It is an expression that the wrath of God is already here. That a people want wickedness this bad that God says, You want it, you can have it. And he turns them over to that which will bring the physical uh, expression of the wrath of God. No it's it's here folks it's just the physical execution of the wrath of God hasn't fully taken place but it's right around the corner like it was in Noah's day like it was in Sodom and Gomorrah they thought it was great their sin celebrating their sin in Sodom and Gomorrah until that last night in Sodom and then it was destroyed by the wrath of God and and, and what is the what is the sign of the homosexual movement the rainbow flag what's the sign of the covenant the Lord made with Noah the rainbow. The rainbow. Promising, where the Lord promised that he wouldn't wipe out the earth with a flood, but he would, he said, wipe it out with fire. That's what's coming in these days of Noah, the wrath of God by fire. And and, and so today, like Noah's day, people are eating and drinking and making merry and in the same way giving their children a way of marriage and planning their futures and all that not having any idea or or dismissing the possibility that the wrath of God is bearing down on this generation like it is and like it was in Noah's day. The Holy One of Israel, and they're doing this with the rainbow flag, the homosexual movement coming from all over the world. In Jerusalem, the city of the great king, and in Tel Aviv as well. No, this Holy One of Israel will not put up with this nonsense now any more than he did in the days of Noah. So what's the good news? The good news is, In Genesis 8, it says, Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And he and his family were saved from the destruction the Lord was pouring out upon the earth. And if your faith is in Messiah Jesus, and you're looking for this blessed hope, guess what? When Messiah Jesus comes, he'll take us up in what is called the rapture, in the catching away. And we will go to that place he has prepared for us as all hell is being poured out on this earth like it was in Noah's day. Do you know that you will go? And he comes for us in the clouds. This is why we have a program called Watch Therefore. Oh, Father in heaven, if anyone who is watching today hasn't been saved, may they call upon you, Jesus, save me, I'm a sinner. I want to turn away from my sins and follow you, Jesus. Do that work in their hearts, minds, and lives, Father. And bless all who are watching today, Father. We're In Messiah Jesus' name, amen. Our time is about up on the program. The world is about up out of time. Watch therefore and be ready. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at DoveSchwartz62 at yahoo.com. That's D-O-V-S-C-H-W-A-R-Z-62 at yahoo.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv we also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv we are on social media since it is an amazing tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another feel free to also find us there at watchtherefore.tv until next time we're watching for King Jesus to return watch therefore and be ready